Welcome to Vibrant Body and Abundant Life with Tanya Penny. Listen in and learn how to use new mind, body, and spirit wisdom and supportive tools to move beyond your fears, self-doubts, and limiting beliefs. Tanya is devoted to helping you heal pain, illness, and trauma so you can enjoy a healthy body and balanced lifestyle. You deserve to fully live your passionate, purposeful life with abundance and freedom. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to Vibrant Body and Abundant Life, an inspiring, empowering series where some of the world's cutting-edge mind, body, spirit coaches, healers, and leaders are coming together to share with you their wisdom, their tools, so that you can move beyond your fears, self-doubts, limiting beliefs, plus heal pain, illness, and trauma. So I'm Tanya Penny, self-love catalyst, vibrant body, and abundant life coach. And I'm here because I'm devoted to helping you heal, whether it's pain, illness, trauma, or some other breakdown in your life, money, business, purpose, relationships, so that you can enjoy a healthy body, a peaceful mind, a balanced lifestyle, and so that you can fully live your passionate, purposeful life with abundance and ultimate freedom. (sighs) Who doesn't want that? So today, I am truly excited to share the wisdom of Rebecca Liston with you. We are going to be diving into the very important topic of trusting yourself. Because I really believe that to fully heal and receive 100% in all areas of your life, trusting yourself is key. And another reason I'm excited to share Rebecca today is because I personally have had a really transformative experience with her. Um, Just a month or two ago, I believe, it might have been in May, um, time, time flies and you're having fun. Um, But I had a session with Rebecca, and it just, yeah, she came into my life, um, a referral from somebody else, and I just knew, yes. Like, I I felt that my guidance system say yes to that, um, even though I didn't know who the hell she was. (laughs) I did go look at her website and her picture, and I thought, all right. Um, But my body told me yes. So I trusted myself, um, and I dove in, and I'm so happy that I did. So let me tell you a little bit about Rebecca before we, um, before we join in. So Rebecca Liston helps her clients predict, pivot, and compete in an increasingly complex global marketplace. Her clients quickly uncover the root of their challenges and know the actions to take to overcome them. A six-time nominee for the RBC Canadian Woman Entrepreneur Award, Rebecca combines business strategy with intuition, giving her clients the edge on forward thinking, elegant answers to their most complicated problems. Her clients are entrepreneurs with CEO mindsets and executives with entrepreneurial instincts. What if you could get the answer to your biggest business challenge in one sitting? So you will find out more right now. As we dive in, welcome, Rebecca. Oh, thank you, Tanya. It's such a joy to be here. Thank you. 
Yay, sister. It is. It's so um, synchronistic, isn't it? Um, you know, the way that I was just talking about you coming into my life, exactly <laughs> like when I needed it. Like I, I knew um, on some level that my business, my life personally had shifted quite a bit. So, of course, my business was going to shift. And, um, yeah, and then there you were. It's like, okay, I, I know I have, you know, I, I know I've got some new clients, but how do I talk to them and, you know, all the good stuff that we that we dove into in our session. So I'm just really honored to have you here and to share um, your wisdom today. So thank you. Thanks, Tanya. I was kind of giggling to myself as you were, you know, talking about how, you know, you're like, oh, I didn't even really know who this woman was, but I just trusted my instincts and I went for it. <laughs> I mean, that's just... That's kind of a perfect segue into our topic, really. <laughs> well, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Which is probably one of the reasons why I chose you for the topic, right? It's just so it's so perfect. So I guess what I want to start with is why is trusting yourself important to not only healing and your health, but having a fully abundant life, including if you, you know, own a business or living your purpose. Like why do you feel self trust is important? Well, I think, I mean, and I could go really big picture on this and I can go really small picture. So I'll, I'm going to kind of do a little bit of both, right, and try to do it in a way that is, makes sense and isn't kind of overwhelming. But I think from a big picture perspective, I think we have as a, as a people um, have given away, I, I hate this phrase in some ways because it's, it's almost cliche, but I'm going to use it anyway because I don't know what else to say. We've kind of given away our power. Yeah. in a lot of ways, right? We have become less able to advocate for ourselves, not because we don't want to, but because the very systems that we've created in the world around us actually don't allow for it. So, so that's... It's kind of, of a, so what I'm hearing, it's kind of conditioning, right? We've been conditioned yeah. we've kind to of give been it away. Conditioned. We, don't, we don't question things. I mean, let's... And again, I'm not... I don't want to be like sound like I'm like anti-government or anti-school system or anti-system of any kind. That's not at all what I'm, what I'm driving at. But I think in some respects we've almost gone a little bit too far in that, you know, as, as, a, as a parent, let's say, of a child in the school system, you're just, mm. you're just meant to kind of go along with what's happening. We're not, we're not asked for our input. We're not, in fact, embraced if we ask questions about what's happening. Um, right, if you try to bring it up, up right, if you try to... If you try to ask questions, so yeah, this, this is interesting, right? Because whether it's the school system, whether it's, I'm going to kind of weave in all the healthcare. different areas. For, yeah, for, yes, healthcare. I was going to say your doctor. Healthcare. Um, that's yep. a big one for my people. Whether it's your business coach, even like me having a session with exactly. you, right? We can give, yes. we can say blindly and fully, instead of letting it support us and give us information and then run it through our guidance system, we can actually say, Okay, your authority, so you must be a hundred percent right, and any guidance I'm getting against that must be wrong. That's right, and so that's why I think that's what I think has kind of happened. I think, and again, I'm not saying this to create blame, but I, I we have a, as a populace, as a people, have kind of created this, but the pendulum has gone so far in that direction that it's now like it's almost a little bit ridiculous. Like we've gone so far into the direction of kind of giving away that power and that and that ability to advocate for ourselves. And now I sort of see that it's it's 
inching its way back, right? As pendulums do, right? They swing from one extreme to the other. So it's coming back, and I'm hoping that it's going to hit a place of balance, right? Wherein, again, big picture thinking, you know, perhaps, you know, uh, generate many, 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 many generations ago, hundreds and hundreds of years ago, it was madness and mayhem, and everything was out of control and crazy in the world, one might say. I'm, I'm kind of exaggerating on purpose. But now perhaps we're at a point where we're a bit over-controlled, right? So now the pendulum kind of needs to swing back, right, into finding that place of balance. And so I think part of that movement is remembering that we we kind of do know a lot of stuff ourselves. And, and you know, we're not, we're not um, without voice and we are not without the ability to choose some things ourselves here, right? And I again, I, I'm picking my language on purpose, you know, because the truth is we do really know what's good and what's right for us. And we often well, know very well what's good and what's right for our children as well. And yeah. and so we just we need to kind of get back to that, again, without getting so that it's crazy out of control and, you know, and we're, you know, pillaging. Well, and it is. You know, like we don't want to get well, that but, crazy, right? Well, yeah, and, and the truth is, I like, I love the pendulum metaphor because I do think that's the way a lot of change happens. And yeah. yes, there was a lot of mayhem in the past, and now there is mayhem again. Um, for people At the other that, end of it, right? Yes, absolutely. So yes. no control, and now over control is what I'm seeing, and now we are starting to swing back and saying, okay, how do we find that balance of, yeah, of following our guidance, but in, and this keeps coming into my brain, like um, there is ego versus soul mm-hmm. guidance, right? Mm-hmm. So in the past, mm-hmm. there's a lot of, it was run by ego, mm-hmm. and it's still, again, run by ego. <laughs> so now we're mm-hmm. really tapping yeah, into, yeah, so now it's interesting, right? Because it's, it's really time for people, whether you are spiritual or not, I mean, Hopefully everyone listening has some kind of spirituality. I don't care what you call it. But really our guidance, right, is tapped in is tapped yeah. into that piece as well. So it's interesting how that's because there was that big move the, the big spirituality movement. It's still happening. And I believe what we're talking about today is part of that. Trusting yourself and your I guidance agree. is part of that. Huh. So I know we're talking about being conditioned to not trust ourselves. But let's get a little more specific. What do you feel is the sure. biggest block to trusting and following your guidance? Because we can even, I break it down when I'm teaching it, right? We can hear our guidance and not follow it, or we can just True. not even hear it to begin with. So what do you think is the yep. biggest block to even hearing your guidance, like getting it? I think it's because the rest of the noise is very loud, Mm. The the voices, again, I'll, I'll try to use some metaphor that makes sense here. The voices of others yelling at us that say, no, this way, this way, do it this way. This is what, you know, this study proved this and this did that and blah, 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 blah. It's so loud that I think mm-hmm. one of the obstacles can be that it's simply, it's, they simply that noise drowns us out from being able to hear our internal guidance. So I think that's, one possibility is an, of an obstacle. And then I think the next thing is, is that then when we do start to sort of trust that internal guidance system, the next obstacle, if you will, that comes up is a sense of risk. It's like, 
well, what if I'm wrong? Right? Ooh. What am I risking? All yeah. those loud voices are telling me, and I, again, I'll just use an example here. All, this loud, all those loud voices are telling me that I have high cholesterol. I should be taking this particular drug for that. Right? Inside, mm-hmm. maybe I acknowledge that I hear a little voice that says, I don't know if that drug is right for me. But then, because those voices are so loud and we've heard them for so long, comes the next question, but what if I'm wrong? So and here's we've the been thing, taught, right? taught to ask that, right? There's to expect that we are wrong. And so it's easier to listen to all those bigger voices because what if I'm wrong could actually mean we might drop dead tomorrow of some, you know, some thing that happened because we didn't take that medication, for example. Yeah, right? so and I'm even getting consequences seem huge. Yes, yes, and I'm even getting that um, with the consequences. Um, the being wrong thing, right? If we follow what somebody else says and it doesn't work out, then they're wrong. So we don't have That's to right. take the responsibility. So it's almost like a fear of responsibility, right? If we, that's if we follow, yeah, that's what just came in with like the responsibility thing. Like, oh yeah, like it's okay if it's wrong. Maybe even if I die, because it's not my fault. <laughs> because there's such a strong perfectionist. I'm gonna weave that in because I'm feeling that too. Like, do you feel that? Like, there's such a strong perfectionist. Like, oh my god. Like, I can't be wrong. I can't make a mistake. Like, that's so big in our culture that it actually <laughs> can keep us from wanting to actually follow our own guidance. We'd rather be dead or, you know, we'd rather than be right and dead yeah. than, than wrong. I think for some people that probably is part of it, for sure. And I know that's, that's extreme, too. One I know their, that's extreme. Yeah. But. No, it's, it is extreme, but it, we, sometimes we just use extremes to make really good examples, Right. But, yeah, so the what if I'm wrong, that question might come from the internal perfectionist. It mm-hmm. might come from the the fear of dying. So what if I'm wrong? They told me to take this drug. It will save my life. And if I don't, what if I die? That might be the driver between, behind the what if I'm wrong question. It might yeah. be low self-esteem and lack, you know, everybody having once told you that you were stupid and you couldn't possibly know anything. So that might be the driver behind the, well, what if I'm wrong, right? There could be several different factors that lead us, but I think, to me, I think that's the question that ends up at the, at the, at the, at the yeah. end of all of those possible ways of which to get to that question. There are a thousand ways to reach it, but I think that is the ends up being the question, what if I'm wrong? I think that's the place where everybody lands. How, we all get there in different ways because of our own yeah. programming and our own past trauma. Right. Whatever but your experience the, was growing up, right? Like Whatever said, it is. That's right. <laughs> you said the stupid thing, and I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. I was like, I heard that all the time growing up. What are you, stupid? Yep. Like, yep. yeah. So, so I want to move into the question, because I think this is great. Yep. This is like, this is huge, right? So there's the one, everyone else is too loud, and you're actually, you need to turn down the volume. You're listening to too many other people, and you're not listening to yourself, whether it's news, whether it's Facebook, whether it's your friends, your doctors, your parents, everyone else's voice is louder than your own, right? So needing to turn that down, but then also looking at what are you afraid of when you follow, if you don't follow your guidance or what if you do follow it, what is the risk? What are you afraid of that could happen or not happen? Yep. Exactly. So I had the stupid thing growing up. I grew up with a perfectionistic parent. Um, I also grew up with a parent who had, um, a lot of rage, 
So if mm-hmm. somebody in our house followed their guidance, mm-hmm. they would get yelled at. They would get, you know, there was, so there was fear definitely of me wanting to sh- shut down my guidance to feel safe when I was growing up. So what, for sure, what can, I feel like, you know, what moved you into, I know you've got some kind of juicy something from your past that helped you to more fully and <laughs> Um, right to trust yourself and to even do the work you do today, which I call business intuition. So, what's like what yeah. moved you into that? What was your um, dark night of the soul? Your turning point? Your yeah? What was that for you? And we, I know we have many, but what, what's one thing that really stands out? Yeah. Oh, it's such a good question. So I'm just pausing for a second because I think the. I think one of the biggest times that I ever really faced this question of what if what if they, you know, whatever the they is, whoever the they is, what if they don't actually know all the answers? Um, and there were times before this as well where that hit me, but where the the one that's coming to my mind to share is um, took place a number of years ago. It was back in 1999, and in that uh, Earlier that year, my sister, who was up to that point, like, very healthy woman of, you know, in her 30s, like, no major health issues, you know, just fine, dandy. Um, she got very sick very quickly. And um, and we thought she just had a sore throat, you know, and a, a little bit of a cough. And very, like, within 24 hours, she was in the critical care unit. And they were basically telling us we weren't, they weren't sure what was wrong with her, but she may not live. And that, at that point, I was working in Western medicine. That was my world, right? Like I was working at that particular hospital where my sister was. I was in diagnostic imaging. I performed ultrasound exams. It was my first career. Um, that was my, that was, uh, that was my safe place, like the hospital. I understood how hospitals worked. I, I understood diagnosis and, and treatment plans and, and procedures and all of this sort of stuff and, and doctors. Like, I mean, I had such trust. I mean, these were my colleagues and these are people that I knew and trusted, right? And so at one point in the, and she did, I, I should also say she did survive, by the way, because people always sit and wonder. But the, the point of what I'm trying to drive at is there was a moment when um, her lead physician basically said, to us, and I felt like he directed it right at me because this is how much I heard this comment. He said, we've done everything we can. Mm. It's up to her now. And what I interpreted that as in my mind and in that moment and now and then, you know, over the course of looking back at it, it, was, it, it totally changed my entire career in that moment, but also changed my life that I realized they they didn't have all the answers. <sighs> they could only give her so many drugs, put her on a ventilator. You know, they they knocked her, you know, with drugs and put her unconscious, so she was, you know, barely doing anything to preserve her energy. There was a breathing machine. They were giving her massive doses of whatever they could. She was on trial drugs. She was all of this stuff, and that's all they could do. And so it was up to her is what he said. And so I felt in that moment that it was like saying, hey, you know what? We don't have all the answers. We can't do anything more. And and it was this, 
this thing kind of happened within me, this sort of switch went on where I was like, oh, my God, right? This system that I believe in and worked in and have, you know, been a part of is not complete, right? There's so much more to health, right? There's so much more to the body. There's so much more to health. There's so much more even to the decision of living and dying that this system, this medical system that I've put my life into, it, it can't, it can't do it all. And it was a freaking blow to the gut. I'm having actually even trouble even telling you the story, even though it was from 1999. I can feel that. I can feel that. This is like, this is, this is a powerful story. And I just want to say that, I mean, you followed your guidance, obviously, and told, you picked that one, which gave me, like, I feel like I'm going to throw up right now. Um, Honestly, because it touched me because I didn't know that you were an ultrasound. Like, that's so yeah. interesting because I don't know if you knew, but I was in the medical world. I was an occupational therapist. Yes, I did and know that. That's so crazy, yep. right? Because, you know, uh-huh. like your sister. So you were on, you were, here you were in the medical profession as I yep. was. And then your sister gets sick. You know, in my world, it was yep. me actually getting sick. Um, with yep. multiple sclerosis, and having that yes. same come, I'm going to call it come to Jesus, right? Whether you yep. believe in Jesus, whatever. You have that like the come to Jesus moment, right? Just like I did. I was taking all those medications. I was doing what the doctor said, and I kept getting worse. And I give kudos yeah. to your to your doctor who said we don't have all the answers. Yes, and like good for that. Yeah, and it, that's actually what catapulted me into natural medicine. And I, within, so this all happened in January, and by September I was enrolled in school to become a homeopathic doctor. Wow, isn't it amazing yeah. how these things, yeah. like these these turning points, they're just so, yeah, they're um, oh, man. So for everyone listening, yeah, you know, whether you've had, like the illness turning point, whether it was yourself or your family, um, whether you had some other turning point in your business. I know health is a big one for a lot of people in this community, but whatever, you know, whatever it is, it's like we all have those breakdowns, those dark night of the soul, those turning points that are like, hey, hey, wake up. Not those people you thought that had all the answers. And we're making you feel safe and secure in the world. It's an illusion. Yeah, it's a lie. Yeah, because the frankly, only one that really has our answers is us. Right. Yep. And it sucks in some ways, right? Like when you're it's in hard. that moment, right? Like it's hard and it sucks, and you kind of want to. And this is part of one of those obstacle pieces with all of this is that. You kind of want to not, you want to unhear, unknow what you come to know because it would just be a whole lot easier if what you would always believed to be true was true, but you can't unsee and you can't unhear and you can't unknow. So there you are, you're kind of like dangling on this threshold of some new discovery, but you don't even know what that is. And and I think it's just human nature to want to really, in some ways, desperately want to go back to what we believed before. But you can't because that door got closed. So you've got yeah, no and if you try to go back, it's it's painful too. If you, you try can't. to go back, like you just you can't. It yeah, doesn't happen, and and it hurts. You can't even unknow more. it. 
So you have to go on, and it's not easy. Sometimes it means a career change. Sometimes it means the end of a relationship. Sometimes it means a really big decision about what you're going to do for your health care personally, right? Like, and like I'm I, not, stopped, and I, am I stopped like, taking my medication because that's what my exactly. guidance told me to do, and it was not easy. Right, which is a big, pardon my language, but a big fucking bold move you made there, right? Yeah. And it's not the move for everyone, and it was the move for you. Right, which I think is also really important to be clear about, right? Like the move Absolutely. that I made to change my career was a big fucking bold move. But it was the yeah. move that I needed to do. For someone else, maybe they would have stayed in their career and they would have found other ways to augment their work by studying different types of medicine and having just a different conversation in their in the department in which they worked. Like they may not have totally changed careers, right? So, and for someone in your position, maybe they wouldn't have just completely stopped taking their medication. Perhaps they would have, I don't know, done maybe both. added. Yeah, yeah, yeah done, they would have done both. Right? They would have done what I did, yeah. um, all the alternative stuff, plus they would have continued yeah. taking their medication. Their meds, so I think right? that's an important piece that, like everybody, I really want you to hear this. Rebecca and I are not saying the way for you is to quit your job or stop your medication. Again, exactly. this is about learning to trust to get and trust and follow your guidance, that was our guidance, right? Yeah. So we're sharing that, but it doesn't mean that's your path. Here's the thing, right? Yeah. Rebecca, everybody has their own very unique and sometimes fucked up path. <laughs> if you're looking yep. at it from an outsider's perspective or even your own, right? Um, whew, this is this is going deep today. I like this. this is, yeah. <laughs> wasn't sure where this was going to go. I kind of had a feeling. So how do you, how do you then, because um, I want to bring it back to you, and how do you help your clients get in touch with their guidance? And I know you do, you know, obviously it's in a business sense, but it doesn't matter. It applies to everybody. How do you, to every situation, how do you help them? Yeah. Yeah, how do you do that? What do you do? What do you do, Rebecca? I mean, I know what you do because I experienced it, but people that have no yeah. clue, like, what does Rebecca list and help her well, people do? You know, one of the things that I've done, so I'm now, this year I turned 44, just to kind of put some things into context. So I have been in a working world, right, in terms of having a career. It's changed over the last 20, you know, 22 years. My career has changed, but the thing that I do, I've realized, it's like I've had my really huge revelation this year for some reason, that the thing that I do has always been the same, whether it was in my work mm. in as an ultrasound technologist, whether it was my work as a homeopath, whether it's my work as a business coach, and, and, and the work itself has not ever changed. Which is, I, which is weird, and I would never have believed this if you told me this is how it's going to turn out, right, you know, 22 years ago. But I feel like, and I haven't ever put this in words to anyone else, so I might stumble a little bit because first time I'm vocalizing it. Oh, good. I love I feel like, yeah, I feel like it's always been my job, if you will, to hear and listen and be present with a in in my work as in ultrasound. It was my to be present with a body, 
right? Like it was really very much a hands-on working in the body type of work. When I'm in my work as a homeopath, I was being present and I was really listening to this whole person in front of me. It was beyond the body. It was just, it was their body. It was their, their mental thought process. It was, it was hearing them, their emotional state. It was, um, it was, so it was, I, you know, kind of went from body to that next, like, kind of body, mind, spirit, like, combination as a homeopath, right? And then in my work as a business coach, it's all of that. It's the body, mind, you know, spirit, but also the entity of the business itself and the people surrounding it and the client. So I feel like my, my job has always been to listen and to, to almost translate the messages that have been given to me either vocally by a person or from their body, you know, the images that I was seeing as a, as a sonographer, you know, to now when I'm getting information from the person who is my client, but also from their business and from their clients. I'm like this communicator, translator, who just gathers yes. this information and then gives it back yes. to the person in, a way, in front of me. Yes. So you know what? While you were talking, this is so cool. While you were talking, I was typing. Like okay. I was getting guidance and I was typing and I got, this is what I got. You are so sensitive, like myself and a lot of people I work with and a lot of people you work with, right? We're sensitive. Yep. And what you help people, you use your intuition and your sensitivity to help others put words to confirm and help others put words to theirs. Yes. Because when I came to you, I'm just thinking back to our session together, and I know all your sessions can be a little bit different, but I'm guessing mm-hmm. there's a lot of similarities in the fact that I Definitely. came to you and I shared with you, hey, my guidance says I have a new client. My guidance says, you know, I've made these changes and I talked a certain amount, and then you were able to not only confirm that I, yes, that was true, but then you helped put words to what, yeah, the language. It was so cool. Like, so that's yeah. your gift. You're like, you're like an intuition translator. That's your new title. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's a, it's a communicating, like, between different pieces of who we are and what's happening around us and the people around us. And like I said, even our, when it gets to business, it's even our clients and our family members and people who have an impact in what we're doing and it's taking all of that information and exactly translating it, right? Communicating it back to the person who's in front of me, my actual client, right? And feeding it back to them, right? Even the things that they say personally out of their own mouths, like what are you saying and how does that all fit in? And then just putting all of those pieces together to really get a full view, like a whole view of everything that's going on, which again, very similar to my work as a homeopath, right? Let's look at what's happening in your body. Let's look at your emotional state. Yeah. Let's like let's look at all of these things and make this whole picture of who you are and where you're at in your health, right? And yeah. you know, and before that, before I before I was ready to do that, I was doing that with sonography, and it was just the body. Well, let's look at this organ system. What's happening in your liver? And then, oh boy, maybe I better take a little look at your lymph system while we're here. And mm, maybe I better take a little peek down in your pelvis because maybe there's something interconnected. So. So it's always just about being like working in bigger and bigger and bigger systems as I've evolved in my work. But the work itself has really not changed, ironically. 
Well, even though my title I mean, and my career, like everything is different. Right. It can look different. It can look different. Like people yeah. can come in through different doors. But I think it's really a few things that stand out that I want to make sure people are taking home and uh, taking to heart is that, number one, we all have. Like people listening might say, oh, yeah, we, well, we know Tanya and Rebecca are sensitive and intuitive. We all are, number one. Yes, ma'am. We all we're all intuitive. We all have guidance. We've just, as Rebecca and I have said before, been conditioned to turn it off or turn it down. Um, number two is that for myself, and Rebecca, tell me if it's true for you too, but it is for most of my clients as well, as much as I want to help people and you want to help people get in touch with their own intuition, it is very helpful and I would say almost necessary a lot of times to get, as humans, to get confirmation from an objective yes. person, right? Not, I'm not saying your family. Most people's family are not. Maybe some are, but most are not objective. Not objective. Yep. They're, putting their into, they're putting what they believe onto you. But it's so important sometimes. I came to you for that confirmation. And I came right. to you so that you could tweak the words and put it in a way that was like, yes, you, yes, 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 yes. And that is what I help my people do in a different way, right, in a health way. But it's yep. so important, you guys. Like, it's okay to double-check your, your guidance. <laughs> so that's the other yes. thing. When you're practicing getting back in touch with it, or if it's some big, scary guidance, like, decision, right? Like, I was redoing my yep. whole website. And, yeah, yes. the woman, um, Stella, who I love and is hopefully going to interview in the future, said, hey, Rebecca Liston is going to help you get, you know, it sounds like you, you really have your guidance on it, but she's going to help you tweak it and get crystal clear, which will help us to tweak your website. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's okay to get confirmation while you're practicing trusting yourself again, or even if it's some big, scary decision. Well, and, you know, I think there's lots of little fun ways you can also get out, like try to find that sort of external confirmation, like, I don't know if you did any of these things, like when you were learning some of these, or like relearning, I guess, more than anything, because it's kind of a remembering to trust our internal system. But, but I used to ask, like, my guides or whatever words you like to use. They used to ask God or my guides or spirit or whoever to angels. show me signs that, yeah, angels, right, to show me signs that I was on the right path. Yeah. And I used to do that all the time as part of, like, gaining confidence in myself and my ability would be like, okay, you know, like give me five pennies on the ground today or I don't know, like just things. I used to Give me a big sign. <laughs> yes, right? And then, and I'll never forget one time when, you know, years later as a bit of a joke and teasing me lightly about this, somebody gave me a sign for my office that actually said, if you're waiting for a sign, this is it. Like, it was very <laughs> funny. But, I love but, that. um, but I used to use, like, again, you can use tools. Like, tools are there for you to use if you want them to be, whether um, a big thing for me was watching animal signs. Like, I was really into that for a long time. I still watch them very carefully, but oh. I used it as I was, as I was yeah. practicing trusting my intuition. I would, I would watch the animals and the birds that were, like, in my environment, and I would read about them and see, like, What's that message that that bird or that animal has brought to me? And, and is that, in, you know, how does that support what I'm feeling like I need to do, right? Yeah. Or some people, I pull, do that tarot, too. Some people pull tarot cards yeah. or, 
you know, or they'll open a book, like randomly go to their bookshelf and open a book and just don't even look but scan it with their finger and pick a paragraph to read. Like, there's fun, lighthearted. Like, it doesn't have to be all serious. It can be kind of fun. You can flip coins. You can, you know, like read license plates. I mean, I even had, like, one sign confirmed once because somebody drove by on their license plate. You know, when I was, like, debating whether or not I was going to go into coaching, and I kid you not, but somebody drove by with a license plate that said, I coach you. Oh, and I thought, okay, there's that. my answer, right? Like, you know, like <laughs> stuff, right? But fun, right? Like, so here you go. Be a lot of fun with it, yeah. Yeah. You know? So I love that tool. So here's a here's Rebecca's tip or tool, you guys, is you can ask for confirmation. Seek, ask for confirmation in simple, fun ways. It can be a license plate. It can be animals. I love the animal thing. I do that too. Tarot cards. I have five decks. And so, yes, I will sometimes pull a card, and it's fun. Um, Whether it's a song can often give you guidance. So even just just asking the question, right, show me whoever you speak to, um, you know, your guidance, higher levels, whatever you call them, like show me a sign loud and clear. Yep. Just and let whatever, me know that I'm on the right path. Yeah, or give me, yeah, just give me clarity, right? Let me know I'm on the yep. right track. This is what I'm thinking about doing. Um, whether it's your health, whether it's your business, whether it's a relationship, um, mm-hmm. really any area of your life, you can go and, and ask for these, you know, simple, fun guidance in all these different ways. I um Gosh, one of the things, too, I'll do, I'll look through a magazine and, yeah, right, if something, like, pops out. So sometimes you don't even know yeah. how it's going to come in, but just even asking the That's question right. is key. Yep, signs on buses, billboards, right, like random weird things. And, and oh. I feel personally, right, like the more that we notice those things, then the more they'll start, they kind of show up. They're always there, but we, be, we train our brains to see them. And even believing that they're there, right? So asking, remembering to ask, but also believing that it can be possible that your guidance can come in in lots of ways. Yeah. I think it's it's really important. So, oh, I know that we could probably talk for hours, but our time (laughs) is um, coming, coming to an end. Um, So tell us a little bit about your free gift, um, The Alchemy of Alignment. I would love to... I just love the title, but tell us, tell us what, what is it? Thanks, Tanya. So what it is, is um, a t- I'm calling it a tutorial because I, I didn't really know what the heck else to call it. But basically, you know, um, I sat down with my iPad and I, I created a recording and, and I call it a tutorial because it's kind of a little bit of teaching, but it's also some storytelling and, and some examples, and really the whole idea behind it, and it is directed mostly towards business owners, but of course um, there can be some fun stuff for no matter, you know, how you work, right? There, there can be some pieces in there too if you have a job in which you're working for someone else, just in how to create a workspace or a place, you know, or a, a business that's more in alignment with sort of who you are. So I talk about, it's kind of like a conversation starter in a lot of ways. Like I you know, we can't, um, it's not my job to know exactly what is right for everyone because that would be sort of taking away the whole point of um, 
of knowing yourself, yourself and getting in touch with your own <laughs> guidance, right? But right. What, the, what the alchemy of alignment is, is kind of like, hey, like, what about looking at this? Like, and so if you ran a business, for example, and you marketed in a certain way, um, but your marketing kind of fell off, well, maybe it's not in alignment. Maybe there's something wrong. Maybe if you feel like your time is kind of an issue in your business or your life, well, maybe there's something kind of off in the way that you structure your calendar. And so I even look at money. Like I look at kind of all aspects of business in terms of, hey, you know what, if this isn't feeling right, maybe this is why. So try this, right, like as an idea, like just to kind of get the Mm. conversation started and plant some seeds and give you some ideas um, about the fact that really everything, every way in which we do business, every facet of our business can actually be tailored to line up with who we are. um, And we don't always think about that, right? We think it kind of has to be in a structured sort of formulaic way, but it doesn't. Or a cookie cutter. Yeah, Yeah, like a cookie cutter. Um, This is the what everyone else is doing. So question, this sounds amazing. Will it benefit? I know there are going to be people listening who do not have businesses. Will it benefit them as well? You know, because it's there and because they're listening to this call, I suspect that there might be a little gem or two in there. Um, yes, certainly I think so too. it's not going to be as um, evocative or, you know, for them in terms of, you know, getting at the heart of what they've got going on. But there can be things about the way that you manage the time of your in your day. You know, like I said, even if you're working for someone else in another company, yes. maybe even laying out your own schedule in a different way that lines up more with your own body rhythms and ways of being like that can help. So and the money piece, I think that applies whether you're making your own money or you're you know, so there will definitely be some pieces that you might, you know, kind of fast forward well, through a little bit. Um, yeah. But I and think my there's, guidance, there's some interesting stuff. My guidance also says, Rebecca, that a lot of people listening are perhaps being guided to move into their own business and work. Mm-hmm. Right? So I know for my, mm-hmm. you know, in my experience and a lot of my clients, we get sick with a chronic illness because we're meant to make a transition in our purpose. That's um, right. And like for you, you know, anyway. you, but it, yeah, yeah, and you did because of someone else close to you, your sister's That's illness. Right. So, so my hunch is whether you own a business now or not, to, to take advantage of this, oh, and I'm going to, even though, you know, I've been working with Rebecca already. I'm going to take advantage of this free gift because there's something in it for you or you wouldn't be listening today. Yeah. Is what I get. Agreed. Is what I get. Yeah. So, mm, thank you, Rebecca. And you guys can find the Alchemy of Alignment gift. You can either find it right below the interview if you are on my website um, expert page. If you are on iTunes, Podbean, Stricter, wherever else you're finding this delicious nugget today, um, you can come to tanyapenny.com and hit the podcast um, link on the top of the page, and it'll it'll take you to the page where all the gifts are. Um, so that is how you will find the Alchemy of Alignment, and how you will also find, if you haven't received it yet, my gift, the Vibrant Body and Abundant Life Starter Kit. Um, which is the 10 Keys Blueprint, Audio Lesson, and my secret tool, the Guided TMP Practice, which will all help you to heal, co-create, and live your healthy, passionate, purposeful life with abundance and freedom. So you can find that 
in the same way um, on the expert page or come over to the podcast on tanyapenny.com and find all the gifts there. Ah, so Rebecca, my goodness, thank you so much for this deep conversation today. And I guess one thing I want to just leave everybody with is what is your, do you have one thing, one last thing <laughs> to share today with everyone? What would that little, that little gem be? I think the thing that just comes up to my mind right as you ask that, one of the things that maybe I would just like to say is is just have have fun with it, like we mentioned, but you know practice trusting yourself it is it's a it's a it's it's a muscle it's like building muscle right we have to mm. keep doing it and we have to, you know, so we can start small, right? You know, with trusting yourself to choose the right food for breakfast that day. We can, mm. you know, start with small things and build and, um, and, and to have fun with it along the way, I think is, is the key. So that's the other thing that I think that I just want to make sure that I add in. Mm, I love that. And I think that is, you know, one of my little nuggets that I leave is progress, not perfection. And it kind of goes with that, right? Yes, that's exactly like, right. Yeah, it's practice. Anything in your life, it's practice. And it's not taking it too seriously. Yeah, right? just enjoy. So, yep. Yeah, enjoy. Enjoy and have fun with it and enjoy the process. Um, versus, you know, wanting to be there 100% today and being upset if you're not, like, how can we just yep. like be at peace with where we are, um, practice, and yes. um, have fun with the whole process? So, mm, good stuff. Agreed. So thank Yay. you so much for inviting me to participate in this. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Oh yeah, thank you, sister. I mean, it's it's all it's all divine, isn't it? We come into each other's lives. It and, is. Yeah, there's no coincidences. So, and it's no coincidence, um, those of you here today, um, again, I want to thank you for joining us for Vibrant Body and Abundant Life. I'm Tanya Penny, Self-Love Catalyst, Vibrant Body and Abundant Life Coach, and it is no coincidence that you're here listening um, to this conversation with me and Rebecca Liston today. Um, so, again, remember progress, not perfection, and practice trusting yourself. Really take... The, the tools that we gave you today, re-listen to the conversation. I know every time I re-listen to something, I get more out of it. Um, I've been known to listen to something up to 10 times. So <laughs> um, not in the same day necessarily, but, um, but over time. And, um, yeah, I'm just so pleased that you found us, that you're here with us today, and I hope um, you join us for the amazing expert interviews that are coming um, to each month. And definitely grab those free gifts that you're called to grab, right? Maybe not everyone's resonating with you, but the ones that really are, and use them. Like actually carve out time and use them. So thanks, everybody, and I hope you have a beautiful day and a beautiful week, and we will see you soon. Sending love and courage. Bye. Thanks for listening to Vibrant Body and Abundant Life with Tanya Penny. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend and be sure to leave us a favorable review at iTunes. And remember to visit TanyaPenny.com to receive all of your favorite free expert gifts 
including Tanya's virtual workshop, The Vibrant Body and Abundant Life Blueprint.